Hi, this is your host, Adrian. Before we get to the episode, I just wanted to remind everyone that this podcast is 18 plus and not safe for work. Just some trigger warnings for this episode, mental health, mental illness, drugs, drinking, death, murder, violence, necrophilia, police brutality, self-harm, cults, blood, and U.S. politics. All right, let's get to it. Listen now to the sound of my voice. It's time for your emotional support. Background noise. Where I'm gay and she's just British. You know I had to put truculent in it. Neuro spicy folks, attachment issues and more. You have no idea what you're in for. It's ESPN. Welcome to your emotional support background noise. The podcast where two certified freaks talk to neurospicy people and those deemed outside the norm by society about weird and interesting things. Buckle up because it's going to be a wild ride. Just a quick note up top before we get started. Although we love and cherish each of our guests and thank them profusely for being willing victims of the pod, their views do not necessarily represent the views of us or emotional support background noise. With that said, I am your host, Adrian Johnson, riding the coattails of my much funnier and cooler host, the yin to my yang, the fish and chips to my peanut butter and jelly, the one, truly the only, Lucy Bristow. <laughs> there she wow, is. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> I have to say that is the most accepted I've ever felt. Thank you for that. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my lovely. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm Bristow. Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I didn't really uh, plan ahead for this. That's pretty on brand. So I am a uh, bit of a uh not job really so you know i'm i'm the british one i well i'm you know i'm I'm actually french now i live in france so and yeah so that's that next right um i'm adrian or lego head as a very select few people know me sadly the american one happily the (laughs) queer one (laughs) Five foot two in the streets, five foot ten in the sheets. Peasant job is overnight security, but I am an aspiring audiobook narrator, full time dungeon master, mother of two animals. No questions, no comments. That's it. Plead the fifth. I like it. Very good. So today our guest will be Amani Johnson. Amazing. Amani is a chef, Subaru enthusiast. Love that. And I, you know, have only good things to say. Not has nothing to do with the fact that Amani is my wife. No, I mean, yeah, that would be nepotism, and we don't believe in that. Mm-mm. We're against, strictly against nepotism. Yeah, we, <laughs> nepotism, not about it. That would be timorous. Uh, so yeah, we'll be talking to Imani soon, but first, Bristo. Yes. I know your memory is questionable. I mean, it's shocking. Let's let's, let's, let's be fair. It's fucking shocking. <laughs> you may not even remember that we were friends. But were. <laughs> <laughs> How 
How did we meet? I absolutely have no idea. You know me. I was a, a I was a massive alcoholic. <laughs> so you know, it's all that's the eight bit. You know, it's all a bit of a haze. But you hopefully remember. Why don't you tell us? Us being me and my many personalities. Well, I'm not sure the very first time, but I know the moment that I decided we were soulmates. <laughs> Pray tell. So you know, uh, Bristow is a queer lady magnet. And I was dating uh, your housemate and having incredibly loud sex in the next room. I think I've repressed that completely. I've just deleted that memory. Once you hear this, you'll be like, oh, yes, I was there because it sounds exactly like you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I exit the room and we run into each other right after one of these. And I don't think we had spoken much at all. And your first thing you say to me is to call me a hussy. (laughs) That was some pure jealousy right there. (laughs) Can I just point out, hussy is a, that's a, that's a compliment. So that that does sound like something I'd say. I mean, I took it as a compliment. That's what I was like, oh my God, I love this person. (laughs) (laughs) I too am a hussy. I don't think I've ever heard that used in any real conversation, <laughs> let alone been called it. It's like, fucking what year is it? <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Still in my life. I thought you didn't like me for a while, but then I was like, oh no, hussy turns out to be a term of endearment. Um, yeah, I've got this terrible resting and sometimes intentional bitch face. Um, so it, it just is what it is. So that would be that. And I, I think the problem was one time we got high and you didn't let me get Domino's cookies. I'll never forgive you for that. <laughs> I just can't believe I would do such a thing. It doesn't track. I know. I love Domino's cookies. Domino's cookies, if you want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose my digits. <laughs> Wow, that what a beautiful memory. Yeah, so we met uh, at uni in Kent. In uni, represent. But like, how 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 did we how did we uh why did we decide to do this? Is the question. The podcast. No, the friendship. Yeah, the friendship. That was an absolute mess. <laughs> no start. idea what we were thinking. <laughs> exactly. No, I think I think like we need to be more open in society about the fact that we're all fucking broken. Um, especially in Britain, you know, it is. Uh, you know, I I've had I've been in therapy since I was a child because of um it, terrible issues that I've had over the years. However, you know, I didn't really realize until recently that that is quite an unusual thing for a British person. We're very um, you know, we're not very open about our feelings. So, from my perspective, you know. I, I think we need to be sort of lead by example, and that is why I would, you know, I'm interested in doing this podcast. Why for you? Mm, I had the recording equipment already, and you needed me. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> no, uh, obviously, you know, I'm the biggest proponent for talking about mental health shit and people outside of what is like okay to be absolutely definitely the more we talk about these things the more normalized it becomes because like honestly the not normal is the normal 
Um, well, I agree. We're all freaks. We're all freaks. Well, maybe it's just me, but, you know. Certified freaks. Certified. Certified freaks. Absolutely. Clinically insane. Clinically. I would say our therapists would both agree with that diagnosis, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. My other personalities would also agree. <laughs> Have you named them? Have I named them? Yeah, they're all called Cameron. Oh, every single one. Okay. Yeah, oh, Karen. Karen one. Karen two. Who is it? Is it George Foreman? He's got bare children. They're all called George. It's like one's called Georgetta. Like, it's lit. Are you? Is this real? No, that's real. This is a real Go story. It. Yeah, yeah. So George Foreman oh, has God. about like oh, two million kids and all all variations of George. I love that. That's like timorous like that no that is timorous and the thing is like if i ever the thing is i just think if i have children like like once you've had one you may as well just have as many as you want so you just pop them out like machine gun fire you call them all different variations of your name love that i mean that just makes good business sense you know okay george foreman kids oh my god you weren't kidding no no absolutely legendary there's build an empire Five, six, how many Georges? And then there's Georgetta. I know. Georgetta. <laughs> I'm Georgina. <laughs> Dear but, I mean, he has a lot of children. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. a lot. I know we're completely getting off track. I mean, I, I know. So I've uh, brought to you a topic this week for NeuroSpicy News. comes to us from like CBS Philadelphia and I'll put a link to the article and the video in the show notes but it's about a prescription video game for ADHD so um out here in the states drugs have to get approval uh from the FDA to be able to be used and so they have actually it's the first video game ever to receive FDA approval to treat ADHD. It's meant to improve attention. So there's a essentially a prescription version of it for kids. And recently they've come up with a over-the-counter version, which is just you're just buying a video game, right? But it's an over-the-counter version. Sign me up, mate. I mean, I love to abuse prescriptions by all means. So I'll be banging this video game up in the toilet's trust. So, no. So, what is it though? I, like, so it's a video game. It treats ADHD. I was like, sign me up. Sign me up. Skyrim. You know, prescribe right? me that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My only problem is the game. I'm not sure if it's that fun, right? It seems like such a good idea. Oh, a video game. But I think someone in the uh, article actually said it wasn't fun. No, 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 but that makes perfect sense because that would treat ADHD. It's like, what you need to do is just ruin all the things you enjoy and then you'll stop doing them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you just make video games not fun, then you'll stop wasting your the time. The science is there. I love that. No, that makes perfect sense, mate. Make it so boring and then you fucking won't do it. Oh, genius. genius. Someone Basically. said it's like. It's like going to the gym when you don't want to, but you know it will be good for you. Oh, no. But what's it about, though? Do you know? Like, what's the topic on? Uh, 
I don't know what the topic Make it for is. Me like, like, I'm trying there's... to think, what's the most... Maths. I bet it's maths, mate. Yeah, there's probably maths, and then you, like, you, like, drive this little guy in a vehicle, and you, like, are dodging stuff, and you need to avoid certain stuff, so you need to, like, not pay attention to some stuff, and then pay attention to certain things, and it, like, has actually shown, like, it's helped with attention, which is crazy. Wow, no, that's that's wicked. I love that. No, fair play. So you're gonna try it, right? It's a uh, twenty four ninety nine American dollars a month. A month? No, a month. And that's no. the over the counter. The prescription one is ninety nine dollars for thirty days. Yeah, America. Insane. Fuck no. Why would you pay that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd rather just not pay attention. To be frank, like no. That's the wrong. No, no, yeah, I, tried. I tried. Absolutely not. Right. That's Next. why I saved that for last. Absolute mugs game, mate. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get you excited. I'm going to get you timorous for it. And then you're going to not be able to, to purchase it because it's way too expensive. You're a little tease. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. £99 a month. That's an absolute joke. I don't care. I don't. I, you know, this is why I don't have children. I would not love them enough to play them night and night. Do you know what I mean? My mum didn't give me World of Warcraft. Like, why would I give my kids a ninety-nine pound game they're not going to enjoy? Like, nah. Yeah, it's just like you have to compare it though to to all the medications or other things also too expensive in America. So they're probably like, ooh, a deal, ninety-nine dollars. It's like those um diabetes medications. You just need to man up and stop needing it. You know, insulin. Just get over it. So yeah, just get over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just have you yeah. considered not being diabetic? You know, I would. Uh... <laughs> we need those drugs to make people skinny, so we can't give that to you for your diabetes. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's get a money on this call. Yeah. Get our guest here. Welcome, Imani. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for joining us, Imani. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. That was very British. That was probably the most polite you're going to get out of me ever, sorry. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> um. Oh, it's my other, yeah, it's, 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 it's Karen the third. <laughs> For context, Imani, uh, Bristow's other personalities are all named Karen. <laughs> nice, nice. Indeed. Up top, if you wanted to let us know your other personalities' names, um, as you have a few. Yeah. Uh, Jenna is one, and Bo is another, and Bonquisha is another. <laughs> <laughs> Quisha, love that. Yeah. That's a Gemini for you. <laughs> uh-huh. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself for the pod people? Hi, I'm Yumani. Um, I use they them pronouns. Um, from Long Beach. I like to cook. I like motorcycles. Well, I like riding motorcycles. Um, I like to play video games and I like to hike. And I'm really into Subarus. Awesome, thank you. Imani, could you tell us something that you're proud of? I mean, I guess I would say that I am proud of the way I carry myself now. Um, Like, I feel like before I used to be a lot more ignorant to a lot of things. And 
Yeah. Now I'm more like, I know a lot more stuff. I love that. Amazing. Hashtag self-improvement. Yeah. That's an amazing one. Growth. <laughs> love that. Love that. I, I aspire to any personal growth, so good for you. Totally. Bristo, it's a it's your turn for stoner chat. What have you brought to us this week? I want to get the wording right, so because obviously I want it to be as offensive as possible. So obviously the thing is, neither of us are stoners, but if you know, if we was, this is what we would chat about. So one of the questions I'd like to ask you guys: What celebrity would you want to necrophilia you, Jimmy Savile style? So you know, picture this: you are dead, you are in the morgue. You know, the body's basically, you know, it's already, it's kind of like it's a bit soft, it's a bit cold, but they're like, fuck, like we've got to get him on the phone. What celebrity are we calling to come and necrophilia you? Well, look, last time I thought about this, uh, it was pretty obvious to me, but now with the political climate, what it is, I don't know if my answer is <laughs> going to be taken as well. Fuck it. I Just go for it. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Uh, look, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm dead already. I don't care about... It doesn't matter about... if they're already dead. <laughs> I don't follow the news, so you're going to have to explain this one to me. I don't know if we want to get into all of that. All right, well, moving on swiftly. Who, who would you have, Imani, to come and necrophilia you, Jimmy Savile style? Oh, I guess maybe. What's her name? I forget her name. Um, Cheryl. Oh, Madeline Pesh. Madeline, yeah. Yeah. Oof, great choice. Amazing yeah. choice. <laughs> um, I would want my soul to to get to watch this happen. Madeline <laughs> well, How do you how do you spell this? Because I've got some sort of French dessert come up. Like it's M A Madeline L, like Madeline, but except for okay, it's okay. Yeah. Um, see this. Yeah. I see. It. Yeah. Why not? We like a redhead. Who doesn't? We like a ginger. Who doesn't? Mm. Most of the British population. That's a fact. So. uh... Oh, the thing is, for me, it's like, would I go for the story value or would I go for, like, the attractiveness? Because if we're going to go for, like, oh, what you know, it's a tale, I'd get in, like, Hitler or Stalin or something. But if we're going for, like, pure, like, who would I actually, like, oh, I've got to make a choice. Uh, Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, is that a person? Dizzy Rascal, yeah! Isn't that a band? Well, he's a, he's a UK rapper. Oh, why did I think it was an entire band? Well, I mean, how are we defining band? You know, like, I was like, of course you would choose a full, a full group of people. <laughs> I I thought you would choose a full group of people, but it's just one. <laughs> what are you saying? Right, uh, it's just one. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. I had no idea what he. Like, oh he's a no he's absolutely sick choice. baseline junkie mate you need to put this over while i'm talking I, oh permission requested error can't do that error does not compute i feel like i definitely skipped over something so we can just do it now the slang right so i think me and amani can guess what you're talking about yes so the slang i would like to bring to you today is the term disco mud what 
Mud. Yeah, so this, this is a slang term. Um, mud? I, mean, I, I can use it in a sentence, but, you know, disco mud. So what are we saying? What are we saying? What is disco mud? Dear Lord, this cannot be real. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. We're dancing in the dirt. Uh, uh, a rave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rave. Um, but it's it has to be raining. Um, and so that everyone gets quite muddy. And it's outdoor rave. There you go. Okay. Well, I like both of your answers. You know, it's very literal. So disco mud is actually the thick back mud-like substance found late in the evening in most bars and discos. That is a result of mixing cigarette ash, sweat, spill drinks, and various other dubious substances together and mixing what? it with the feet of drunk students. It is one of the few substances known to man that can what? never be removed from clothing. So I will use it in a sentence for you. I got disco mud all over my jeans last night. Now I've got to throw them out. Otherwise people know I was in my knees in the toilets. There we go. Now we know. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's very specific. Indeed. It's like when your feet, you can like, you, you put your foot up and it's like squelches. Yeah. So if you ever, oh. I mean, Amani, have you ever been to a sort of club where like your feet stick to the floor? Yeah. Well, remember uh, uh, Dre's? They were just really stupid, tiny cups. They were like very wide, like this wide, and like this tall. So they're filling it is the cups all the way up. Podcast. Explain to the listeners how tall and no, how wide. No, fuck the listeners. It was yay high. Continue, Amani. <laughs> I'm with you on this one. Continue. It was yay high and a yay wide. <laughs> Here we go. They're about four inches wide. And like two inches tall. Oh, he's a chode. Right, continue. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, basically. And the drinks are just spilling all over the place. So the ground is just like wet, like wet floor, essentially. Oh, Moni wanted to kill me because I must have spilled my drink on them like 80 times. No, well, I'm not being funny, mate, but I would, I would have killed you. So, you know, Moni got more self control than me. This was our uh, our bachelorette party weekend as well. <laughs> so it was messy in general. That sounds sick. It was a good time. There was, Lego, do you remember there was a club in Canterbury called Studio? Did you go to that one? Do you remember when they closed? Then they did the, the fucking, they did those nights where it was like, oh, what's it, stock market night. Oh, mate. Mate, I swear that the stock exchange. Stock yep. exchange. Oh, they couldn't do that these days because you go blind from the amount you drink. It wouldn't be legal, but honestly, no. So the more you bought the drinks, the they would get more expensive, and the ones wasn't being bought go downhill, and then the stock market would crash every now and then. It's like bam, shots of twenty p. Oh, like bang it up, pour it through my eye. Let's get fucked up, and then 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 you just go on an absolute crime spree. <laughs> would never ever do these shots regularly but they were 20p so you'd be like give me 20 of them and everyone was just downing them oh obviously you'd you like you'd have to get to the bar so you'd like shoulder barge even out of the way it was like it was like rugby tackling you know those corpses everywhere <laughs> oh that was such a good con messy night for sure <laughs> never to be repeated well i'm sure by this point everyone's sick of hearing us talk so imani let's get down to it what is your weird or interesting or something else entirely topic that you could just ramble on about forever? We'll give you your time to shine. Let us know what's interesting to you. 
I mean, I got a lot of things that are interesting to me. But I would say right now, Dragula. That's my current obsession as of the moment. Dracula. Yeah. Tell me more. Where do we start? Where do we start? So we have the Boulet brothers, right? They are, I guess, so like drag meets horror meets. It, well, the, so it's it's drag, glamour, and horror, right? Those are all, so like, if that was all combined, you know, you kind of visualize that, that's them. And so they host, the, they well, back in the day before they were really popular, they used to host these shows in the clubs, essentially like little mini pageants. And so long story short, now they have this TV show called Dragula. And they basically have the, like, all these competitors come on. They call them monsters, like, you know, little drag monsters. And they basically just, like, compete. You know, they have their floor shows. They do challenges. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's very fun to watch. And definitely, it's, I don't know, I think everybody should watch it because it's amazing. No, I'm here for it. That sounds yeah. sick, mate. I thought, no, I'd love to watch that. Yeah. I've never heard of it, actually. It's really good. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you can get Shudder, it's on Shudder. Is that the... the yeah. No, you can yeah. off Prime, I think. <gasps> sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm here for it. Oh, my God. Will you tell us about your favorite monster on Dragula? Whoa. I know. I, I, favorite? I really just threw that one at you. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's a hard one. It's a face of pain while you're choosing. Yeah, like, how do you choose? Um, Well, I would say I have a top two. Or I could do a top three. Top three. My favorite top three would be Eva Destruction, uh, Dali, and... um, Oh, that third one is a close spot. I really like Sigourney. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sigourney Beaver, yeah. everyone. Yeah, Sigourney, Sigourney Beaver. Beaver. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, I would say those. I mean, but it's it's like a close one. That one is a close one, you know, between Landon and Sigourney. That that was a real I hard I was going to say Land, Land yeah, Landon Sider, surely. That's a, that's a real hard one. But I mean, I don't know. There's something, I, there's, there's something about Eva that's like, that bitch. I don't know. I'm just having to Google this now. So, <laughs> I mean, this just sounds sick. It sounds sick. Do you like her look where she was covered in razors? I feel like she could have done more with it, but it wasn't a bad look. I'm just looking now. This is insane. This is so sick. <laughs> How have I never heard of this? Oh, it's thank pretty you great. For sharing this and and they do amazing. like challenges, and the challenges oh. every week are always different. Like one time they have the staple dollar, $100 bills onto themselves. Like sometimes they'll have to eat pig's brains. No. Like they always have to do crazy stuff. It's it's always something insane. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine that? I'd love to staple $100 bills on myself. Then I'll just fuck off with the money. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, right, <laughs> see you later, Dragon. <laughs> No, that's we can sick. win a hundred thousand dollars if you win the whole thing. So. Mm, yeah, 
Oh, I know, but it's the impulsivity problem that I've got. Yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, I would, you know, I'll settle for this a crisp fiver, you know. <laughs> so, would you rather do uh, uh, stapling hundred dollar bills to yourself, or like there was one where they had to put themselves in like an incredibly small space and then they like spun them around a lot? Like, which one is more difficult for you? <laughs> I mean, that is a horrific scenario. Can I just clarify? Are we stapling $100 bills to my clothes or literally stick to my skin? Because that is the clarification. Your skin. To your skin. To my actual skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, no, I'd rather do that. Absolutely. In a heartbeat, though. Why would I want to be in a small space when I could have money stapled to me, mate? That sounds awesome. That's a no-brainer. So you like pain? You like pain? Well, no, but why? Like, but yeah, yeah, but pain and money. Like, heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would change it if you were just stapling yourself. Oh well, yeah, obviously I'm not just going to staple myself. What about some sort of mug? Yeah, no, I need some financial incentive. Well, I'm not actually 100 percent sure if they actually got to keep the money. But Bristol would. This scenario just gets <laughs> deeper. Like, you know what? I'm a good runner as well. I'm fast. I'm fast and I'm wily. Like, I'm absolutely. You know, I'm an adrenaline monkey. Mom. I'd I'd make off with a hundred dollar bill. Trust, trust, absolutely. I can't believe that you got that, that. Is that a real thing on the program? Yeah, that among. Mm. I feel like you're trolling no. me. No, tell her another one, Imani. Oh, there's yeah, so many. Please. Like, I mean, they had they, this was the most recent season. They literally had them running through the forest, and they were tasing them. No. Um. What's another one? They. Well, they had to bob for apples out of a bucket that had, like, pig's blood and all kinds of, like, fish heads and intestines and all kinds of stuff. They had to hike for five miles in drag to a creepy bridge in the middle of the night and then bunch of jump off off the bridge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All I'm saying is that I would run faster if someone was tasing me. Do you know what I mean? You just, you know. Yeah. um, 100%. You know, you would. You Motivation. would. So Should we get someone in to do that Do that for you? Make you faster? Just go behind you, tasing you to motivate you? I mean, I mean, the police tried. All cops are bad. You <laughs> just started the police. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And now that we've asked you a shit ton of questions, it's your turn to question us. <laughs> Give us your worst. I did a Google search of like some rude questions to ask because yeah, your money here putting in the work. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess some of these are really rude questions. I mean, I guess depending on who you ask, but like, how much money do y'all make? <gasps> how very dare you? Yeah, let's compare <laughs> salary, shall we? Yeah, how much money do I make? Well, I'm 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 a notorious Caesar, so none. Next, Leatherhead, how much money do you make? We're allowed to veto these. <laughs> Wait, does our veto? Quick question: Does our veto work as in if one of us answers, the other one has to? Do we have to agree to veto, or do we just get to veto? You can veto, mate. You can veto. Veto is a. This is a democracy. You know. This is not a democracy. Amani, that was incredibly rude. And hey, the internet gave it to me. You don't need to do. <laughs> I'm. I'm here. Let's for just it. say Amani makes more money than I do. 
Oh, the breadwinner. Who wears the trousers? I'm just here to look good, okay? Technically, we both wear trousers. We're trophy wife. That's me. As I always said, I would absolutely fucking my dream career, childless housewife. Oh, yeah, so good, <laughs> so good. Can you imagine? Yeah, living the life. Absolutely. Good question, though, yeah. Anani. Good question. Yeah. I like that one. I'm so offended, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Our next topic uh, I have come up with today. So we'll be switching these back and forth. I have a hypothetical scenario for you, Amoni. Okay, so imagine you wake up and you're a vampire, right? And like I said, all this completely hypothetical. But everyone you know is trying to gaslight you, making you rethink whether or not the whole vampire thing is real. But like, you felt the bloodlust. You remember that strange yet incredibly hot woman who took you home and literally bit you on the neck and buried you in her backyard so you could transform into a creature of the night. So, you know, you're at the club one night, not letting anyone gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss you from your destiny. But then your friend texts you and is like, you want to prove you're a vampire? Well, now's your chance. Which, you know, long story short, leads you to being half naked, joining some sort of cult, and then realizing once you're in too deep that the hot chick was just really weird and maybe the bloodlust was because you were on your period that week and probably you're not a vampire and vampires just do not exist. What would you do? Like, hypothetically. Yes, Amali, what would you do in that scenario? What would you do? Specifically that. Yes, <laughs> specifically that. I think I would stick to my guns and be like, nah, y'all are crazy. Vampires are real. So you're just going hard on the cult. I'm just going like with it. Deep. Yeah. I probably end up too deep. And then ending up realizing right at the last second and then being like, oh, fuck. Like the last second being like when you drink the flavor aid. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right after I drunk it. Oh shit, this is poison. <laughs> oh shit, I'm not immortal. Oh mate. <laughs> no, oh, I hate it when that happens. So awkward. <laughs> that was me at the pub every fucking day, mate. <laughs> oh I don't know how you're still alive, Brista. Wow. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's, it's a cult every other every other week with you. Mm. New cult. <laughs> when are you gonna start your own? I thought this is it. I thought this is it. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I mean, truly, my values are kind of a, a bit all over the place. But you know, chaotic good—that's what I'm going for. So, all right, let's take it way back in the day. We all remember Yahoo Answers, right? I, I mean, I actually loved Yahoo Answers. I used to love Yahoo Answers. You know, it was um, it was very niche time in internet history. Um. So yeah, I've been trolling the internet for some um, some of these questions. I mean, I was absolutely rolling. So it's very difficult to narrow down. But would like to discuss with you guys how to get a haircut similar to Joseph Stalin without showing the girl who cuts my hair a picture of Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> discuss. I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. Why? Do you want that haircut? 
No, absolutely. But have you ever done that though? Where you want a haircut and it's like some celebrity and you're like, no, nah, this is so embarrassing. No, well, I have. no, because anyone that I've ever wanted to get my haircut after, I've been like, no, nah, that's cool. Well, no, because you're a big baller. No. I have the answer for this person. I I know what they have to do. All right, go on then. What would you do then? You you just have to like blur the face out, don't you? Or Photoshop someone else's face onto. Oh no, that's what I was thinking. Absolutely. So you can put an emoji on it and pretend they was a, they was a minor. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Now we're thinking outside the box. <laughs> but then it might be such a famous picture that they notice the background. They're like, is that? <laughs> no, I just want a picture out of, this is my foster child. I like their hair and <laughs> I can't show you their face. Um, <laughs> background's a bit strange. Is, uh, we went to one of those old timey museums, you know. My me and my foster child Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Stalin. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah, what a coincidence, you know. They got the same style, but no, absolutely no relation. I'm so embarrassed because I'm trying to get my haircut right now, and I'm literally looking at haircuts, and I was looking at like Justin. Bieber and I was like I can't show anyone I'm not I'm just picking a different haircut <laughs> you just have to pick a different haircut well no what you can do is if you're embarrassed you go to a, you go to a hairdresser what you don't normally go to and then you just um you never go back <laughs> that's what you do do you know what I mean then you can just get a new one and say this do it again <laughs> exactly that or like you could um you could kill the hairdresser after you know once you've got the haircut you know leave no evidence <laughs> that is also an option you know or you could all right this might be a controversial view but you could, this is what i do in britain i'd go to one of those poverty stricken areas where the school you know the school education levels are very low so you know the hairdresser what a ch- like what's the chance they're gonna know young joseph stalin you know that would also be a um <laughs> you know, like, so you could just you know you could play on people's lack of education for your own you know your own good haircut that's also an option so we've got murder we've got um you know you uh take advantage of institutional poverty and you know and legohead i like your answer you would um you photoshop the photo all good answers so amazing i don't think anyone could have given better answers than we did we just cracked that um before we get to our most ridiculous segment let's bring it a little serious yeah, so can Imani, can you think of a time when um you know you went through a difficult situation? So it doesn't have to be anything heavy. It's just you know a, a difficult situation, and um you know what what helped you get through that? So what you know what personal strengths or qualities did you draw in, and what you know if you were faced with that same scenario again, would you do it a little bit differently? I kind of want to give people you know some hope about you know everyone everyone goes through tough shit. Absolutely. I guess I would say, like, the last kind of thing that happened was my car got stolen a while back. What? Last year? year no way. That, something like that? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, like, the day after Valentine's Day. No And, yeah, I, like, went to work, and it was, I think it was maybe, like, five minutes after I got to work. And yeah, my car got stolen and yeah, that was like, that pretty much, I mean, that sucked. Like, obviously no one wants their car stolen, but I think like the hardest thing about that was 
I mean, obviously I had been at that time, I had been saving up a lot of money so that way I could buy the car. So like essentially like when it got stolen. So it's all the effort and hard work. Yeah, I'm just like it kind of was like that that like hit like oh well I just essentially lost out on all this money that I spent on this car. And at that time oh, I wasn't sure what was gonna happen, you know, like with the insurance and because I had an older car at the time, I wasn't sure like how much the car was worth. So it was just like a whole lot of like stress money insurance yeah definitely not fun fucking cars always uh, stress yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds horrific yeah it definitely oh, sucked no. and i can actually oh yeah it was like yeah. a very long process because essentially after like basically after it had happened two three days later they found the car um but it was basically like pretty much like stripped of everything so the insurance had to call a tow company to come out and take it so that way they can assess the damage and basically like value everything and basically something happened with that communication and the tow company never came to get never came to got the car and so i mean i think for maybe like a week it was just sitting there or something and then for like a little bit, they had like it had gotten taken to the impound yard and they had lost it like for a while. It was like a whole thing. No. And yeah, it was like months of like, like weeks, weeks, months. It, it was ridiculous. And yeah. And you put in all that work, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah it's like the snakes and ladders sort yeah. of scenario of life isn't it Pretty i imagine much. that was incredibly difficult you know when when you were going through that stressful time what what did you sort of you know what helped you i like weirdly enough the guy who was working on my claim with the insurance company made me feel so much better like after i was done talking to the police dealing with all that stuff once i actually got to talk to the guy who like was handling my claim and he basically would just like broke everything down to me, explained to me how everything was going to go. And still at that time, I we, we hadn't known the like money situation, but already from just like basically like what he was telling me and stuff, it just kind of like made me like, I don't know, there was something about him that just, it made it easier. And then the fact that like my mom and my aunt, they all, I mean, they all like, I talk to them pretty often, so they are, like, they know what's going on. They were, like, pretty helpful, and, like, they were, like, like, we know how hard you work for your car. We know, you know, you can't really control what happens. Um, and they basically were, like, you know, what it doesn't matter what you get from the claim. Like, we'll help you buy another car. So that was, like... So family, you know, having that support network yeah. around you, I'd imagine that was, yeah. That was, like, extremely helpful. Very important, yeah. very important. And then once they finally did, once the, like, insurance guy came, like, once they, like, kind of settled everything with the car claim, because the whole, like, I'm still, they're still in court going back and forth with the whole, like, um, me paying the, like, deductible and everything for my car. Um, but the car settlement itself they ended up actually like valuing my car like way higher than I thought. So I got way more money back than I thought I was going to get. 
So I was able to like take half of that and take the half that my aunt gave me and just buy another car. Better car. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, I'm, you know, cars that I know are something, something that really interests you. So mm. no, I just, you know, fair play to your money. That sounds like an incredibly difficult situation. I think it's something that a lot of people really struggle with. So, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, you know, as I say, you know, it's, it, it, all these, you know, adult life is bullshit. Let's face mm-hmm. it. So it's never, it's never going to be a case of like, you know, we having a good day or a bad day. Definitely. It is about resilience, and I think that is the word. So you should be proud of yourself for your resilience in that situation, because a lot of people would find that difficult. Yeah. So no, fair yeah. Play, fair I mean, play. I was gonna say that, you know, you should give yourself uh, some credit for how many times something has gone wrong with a car situation and how much uh you know stress that has caused you but you always stay incredibly uh calm and and solid through all of that even if you don't have the support systems like you should definitely give yourself credit for for your own resilience in those kinds of situations and i think it helps to uh when you're shown that like even bad things can lead to good stuff because like in your story you yeah you got more money from the claim like it was a terrible situation but after it all like there are still some good things to come out of it which is cool yeah exactly so your patience and persistence really paid off there and i'd I'd like to just point out as well like the importance of you know the 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 person who explained the insurance situation to you i think we forget the role that these people play because you know day in day out that's their job so to them you know it's their bread and butter but for you the well not you just you know the person on the end of the phone you know they're they're in a stressful situation and that a lot of the time you know we're not good at all these paperwork and things like that so just having that person with those communication skills and those ability to de-escalate someone in in a very upsetting and um tough situation i think you know that that really must be appreciated so fair play that person definitely no good for you money that was a really good example especially (laughs) an insurance agent which you know yeah sometimes can be quite difficult to deal with so definitely thank you to that guy he was good he was good he was really good he was trying to give me like as much money back as possible he's like if you did anything to the car, if you just got like, if you got oil change, if you got tires, if you did any any work, any like any of that, let me know. Send me receipts. I was like, I got everything. Some people are on your side sometimes. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, no, fair play. That's that's and that's that's on you as well, Moni. I think that's that's your people skills as well. You know, when you're you're a decent person, you're respectful to other people. You know, they will repay you in kind. So good for you. For sure. Yeah. All right, enough of that nonsense. Uh, Let's get to the real shit now. Oh my God, it's the Guantanamo Bay pub quiz. You're going down, Bristow. Oh yeah, I'm going going down. I'm going down, mate. Repping Team France. Let's have it. Yeah, you're literally going to go down like you're going to fall down. Um, wait, let's explain the rules. Bristow, would you kindly explain the rules? I'll explain the rules. So, um, the rules of the game. So, Guantanamo Bay Pub Queer. So, in my school, Westcliff, we used to do a stress position called ski seats for no reason other than the fact of torturing us as students. So, the rules of Guantanamo Bay are how many trivia questions can you answer correctly while maintaining this stress position? And let me what? tell you, my joints are fuck so this is gonna be instant pain. i have a bad knee yeah i have two bad knees that ain't happening I, I've, I've got bad everything mate. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you don't have to do it, Imani. We're not going to put you through this torture. You will just be asking the questions. Bristow and I will be being tortured. So this is Team France versus Team USA. Let's go. Yeah, I have to pretend that I'm for the USA for the first time in my whole life. Bienvenue. Well, I'm not doing Team GB, mate. <laughs> don't think so. So, uh, Can I be Team Canada? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's be a country we actually like. So yeah. I'll be Team France, you be Team Canada. <laughs> I'm supposed to be asking the questions, but do I have questions to ask? Oh, we're going to get you these questions. Why did I come up with this fucking shit name? <laughs> <laughs> the things you do. I don't know. The things I do for no reason. Literally no one asked. <laughs> exactly that. All right, y'all ready? I'm going to count down. Three, two, one. In popular literature, what is Princess Aurora's better known name? Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. What 1989 Michael Caine film has zero ratings on website Rotten Tomatoes? Skip. It, what is known as the White Pearl of India? Holy shit, skip. <laughs> In which U.S. state will you find the world's largest rocking chair and world's largest mailbox? Uh, 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 Wyoming? <laughs> no. God damn it. Montana. What is it? Illinois. Shit. What Italian sculptor archi- slash architect is credited <laughs> with creating the bark? No, no, no. Skip this. Skip this. Yeah. I don't know this shit. <laughs> what instrument did Michelle play in America Pie? Are you holding this position? I'm- are you sitting on a chair? I'm on the wall. <laughs> This hurts. The next question. I no, said, neither. what instrument did Michelle play in American Pie? Oh, God. Flute. <laughs> yep. What Keep did going. Mar- so what did Bob Marley's song, <laughs> Eric Clap- Clapton, cover for a number one hit? Uh, um, um, I feel like I should know this, and if I skip it, there's something wrong with me. Um, fuck. <laughs> Uh, three little birds <laughs> no don't worry about a thing no like, i don't know fucking what song. i shot the sheriff oh god damn it i love that song <laughs> in which u.s state does the movie night of the living dead take place i've never seen it um i'm going to montana again no <laughs> new york no <laughs> Fuck. next question <laughs> Along with butterflies, what other insects are in order? Let oh, I don't know how to say that word. Shortly after what? the start of the Spanish American War, the U.S. Navy blocked what <laughs> island? I give up. <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> Did any of us keep count of the questions? <laughs> like who was keeping count? I kept count of the ones you got right and the ones you got wrong. <laughs> Oh, you did, Imani. Oh, legend. legend. Oh, good egg. <sighs> you got two right. Yeah. Wow. I was very impressed Terrible. by that. <sighs> right. Team France. My legs are burning. I'm on. I'm on. I can't think while I'm doing that. I shot the fucking sheriff. My mm. God. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. It's like, oh, it's... Yeah. <sighs> All right. You want me to count you down? Three two one the line here's johnny comes from which movie oh fuck i can see it now uh the shining 
Here's Johnny. What color is octopus blood? Blue. Black. Yeah. What band Wait, is yeah. the film Bohemian? Yeah, it's blue. What band is the is the film Bohemian Rhapsody about? These are easy. Queen. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> what novel by Lu- Louisa May? No, skip that one. I can eat right down. No, I've had enough of that. That's it. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> oh. Thank you, Amani, for being the quiz master on uh, on Guantanamo Bay Pub Quiz. I think that was a clear winner for Team Canada. Well, no, I think that was a clear kids. winner f- for Team France because you got three, didn't you? No, I got no, I got two. I think, and it was not a clear winner for my joint mate. Oh, God. wait, 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 wait. Which ones did did Bristow get right? You got. I got two right. You got three right. Yeah, see three. Did I? Questionable whether or not you got the octopus one right because you you changed your answer, but you got it right the first time. I, I know, but I do, you know that is um that is part of life, isn't it? You just change your answer and, until Let's you get it right. Just so. do two point. <laughs> I don't know if quizzes work that way. Um, you got two and a half right. France wins. Bienvenue. Enchanté. Crepes. Crepes. Boom. Voila. Comme c'est comme ça. Voulez vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Ouais, ouais. D'accord. D'accord. Un café, s'il te plaît. Oh, café, café long, s'il vous plaît. Amani, are you getting any of this? <laughs> Not a single word. Not a damn word. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amani, for uh, quizzing us so we can see each week who is clearly better than the other. Is there any parting words you want before we, we sign off with you today? Do you. Don't worry about other people got going on in their lives. Do you. You heard it here first. Do you. Do you. Love that. Mind your business. Thank you for being our guest Mind today. Thank you so much. You've been absolutely sound. Loved having you on. So, yeah. yeah thanks for being our inaugural guest. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Emotional Support Background Noise. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. If you're interested in being a guest or if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at support at emotionalsupportbackgroundnoise.com. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at emotionalsupportbn. And you can find me on Insta at adrianmarie90. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Imani Johnson. Our website is EmotionalSupportBackgroundNoise.com. Go check it out. All this and any other information can be found in the show notes. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Adrian. Stay spicy.